3: Welcome to the series final episode of
1: Is This Place Haunted? It is. It
3: is. Oh, actually, um, not to get right into it. Well, how are you, first of all?
1: Well, I'm fine. Um, I feel like on about 50% of these episodes, I say this, but I was really ill last week, (laughs) as you know, had nasty tonsillitis. So recovering definitely a whole lot better I can drink water without screaming so you know what's on the app well done I'm good and I had a little weekend eh, away which was lovely
3: fab fab I know I can't believe you're coming back this is gonna be so good wait. so much better for recording <laughs> I hate to be selfish. so much
1: better for like a combined ghost finding as well so well
3: exactly um, exactly all of it, but-
1: how are you, Lauren?
3: I'm fine. I have actually think I've got like, i am getting arthritis in this wrist. It's been really sore the last couple of days because Scotland is Take very... my strong hand. <laughs> so it's my weekend. I'm, um, oh. I'm basically, because the temperature has dropped considerably in Scotland. It was minus one yesterday, as I was saying. And it's like zero degrees today, practically. So I am freezing my tits off, basically.
1: Am I weirdo for being really, really excited to be cold again?
3: Yeah, I don't like heat either, to be honest with you. I'm very, very Scottish. Like,
1: I, I, think- I like it. Lovely to have, like, your days off by the beach and being able to go and swim in the sea and be lovely and warm. Like, it's lovely, but, like, constant. Like, I'm so Scottish. And somebody today at work. Are you ready for this? So today it was about 24 degrees. The thing about New Zealand, definitely Auckland, is so humid. It's so humid. Like, constantly Monica and friends with the big frizzy hair. Mm -hmm. and like every day I look up and it's like 92% humidity 85% humidity it's so humid so you just get sweaty and anyway I was speaking to somebody at work today and she had a really nice like big fluffy pink cardigan and I was like oh I love your cardigan and she's like yeah it keeps me nice and warm because it's cold today and I was like I was like I am dying I was like, I've honestly not been cold in 70 years, it feels like. Oh, no. she's like, really? She was like, oh, no, I'm waiting for summer to come. And I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, get my brow off. I'm roasting.
3: <laughs> I hate hot weather. I went to, well, I, I love it as a holiday, but I'm like, obviously, because I'm a wee bit chubby right now, which I'm obviously going to be losing the weight really soon because I've been doing weights every day this week so far. <laughs> You're queen
1: all the time anyway. I
3: know. But, um. What I was going to say, um, when I went on holiday with my friend this year, I literally complained nonstop about the heat, especially at night. She was like, and when we were leaving the, for the airport, she was like, I think next time we should go somewhere cold for a holiday. <laughs> I was like,
2: you were like, yeah. Lapland?
3: I <laughs> was <laughs> um, you know Iceland.
1: You know what it is? It's the sleep. I can deal with it during or the day. Yes,
3: yeah, sleep. Yeah. If,
1: no, if one, I don't have to be productive, and unfortunately, I do have a job where I need to be productive. And two, if I can sleep in a cold room, but it's the heat. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a duvet on since I got here because I just can't do it. No, I can't do it.
3: No, it's awful, and I don't like con either. That's just like it's bad for the environment and all that shit. I know you need it in these countries, but no, I hate it. And um, I've got two duvets on. That's how cold it is. Two. Two duvets. Oh my god. And I've only turned the heat but, on this morning because I was worried about the cats being too cold.
1: I have got at home an extra long hot water bottle. I think it's about four feet long. So I will be using that because that is the best thing when it's cold.
3: Mm. You
1: just wrap it around you.
3: That's great. I was thinking about getting something like that because mine's are just... Oh, you
1: should. Like, It'll change your life. I it will mind. change your life.
3: One on each tip this week I had.
1: Did you? Yeah. <laughs>
3: actually I had two two hot water bottles because there's been right so my friend stood stayed over the other week there right and I think I told you like he accidentally used my pop-up bath well he didn't accidentally I let him use it and then he ended up (laughs) my bathroom upstairs don't I, I was like oh that's great thanks Alan and then um basically I had a knock on the door like a few days later from downstairs in the funeral parlor and they were literally like hi have you had a leak or something and I was like no and he was like oh there's like there's been water coming into the room where they've literally got coffins and I was literally like oh my god and of course for the first like few days there I was convinced it was the central heating so I was shitting myself and I was like oh no I'm gonna have to get a plumber out like I'm trying to sell my house oh my god but what I've realized is alan flooding the bathroom it must have gone into the floorboards literally gone down three levels and went into the room but it was fine it was just a little bit of water which makes sense but um so i didn't put them honestly it was freezing over the weekend and i didn't put the central heating on because i was shiting myself um Mm -hmm. but it's it's obviously not that because i had it on yesterday and they didn't come and complain so i think it's fine but i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. bloody hell but anyway that was my stuff
1: oh uh, do you know what I've got a funny story to tell you that I, I did tell you part of this but the listeners were like hey. and a sense, some might call me shameless for talking about this but we're all human here okay okay so obviously I was like not very well last week I had bad tonsillitis I was absolutely choked up still a little bit um, but much much better I was choked and like when I tell you I just slept all the time I kept waking myself up snoring because I was just couldn't breathe <laughs> do you know when you're that way you're like <sighs> <laughs> when you wake up. Mm-hmm. So that's anyway, cool. I went away with the girls this weekend and uh was sharing a room with two other people. And I was like, it's fine, it'll be fun. And then I said to them, I was like, look, I've been having been snowing this week because I've been unwell. Like I know I have, I've been waking myself up like just to so the hit something And they were like, Yeah, hey, yeah, that's fine. And I was like slathered myself in vapor paper rub so I wouldn't wake them up.
3: hmm
1: And Anyway, I fell asleep so early before everyone even got there because it just was still not right and um, I tossed and turned a little bit and I did wake myself up snoring sometimes, but otherwise, nothing like out of the ordinary and then I woke up in the morning t- and there had been messages sent at like three o'clock in the morning from one of the people I was staying with, like, is there any spare beds in another room?
3: <laughs> oh like, my God, babes.
1: And then another person had been like, sorry, it was just a bit noisy. So I heard some fireworks going off. So I was like, oh, they must have heard the fireworks as well going off. So I was like, oh, what was the <laughs> noise? And then my friend was like, It was you. Aww.
3: So I was like, oh
1: my God. And I was like mortified. And then I, I, I know I had warned them, but do you know that way I have sat next somebody when they're snoring and I know how annoying it is when you just want to sleep. And I said you should have woke me up. Like you should have told. Like I can. I could have slept in the car. And my friends like we're not going to make you sleep in the car when you're not well. And then my friends like and I also tried, but you were out for the (laughs) cabin. Like I couldn't get you up. So one of them had to leave early so she could get an actual sleep for work. And I was like, look, I will pick another hotel room. Like you. Like I burst into tears. I felt awful. I was like, I am so sorry. And they were like, it's not your fault. You're not well. (laughs) Like it's not your fault. No, that's fine. (laughs) It's fine, but I've been on the end of, uh, and I, I and I was just like, that was really embarrassing. It's, basically ruined this
3: it's quite embarrassing, but it's fine. You know, they I'm sure they're lovely girls and they've accepted that you're ill. Like, it's not like you're, you know, doing it out of spite or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't worry no, about it. not at all. God. Oh, well. You've been... <laughs> I wish I could control it, you know? I know, God. I used to get accused of snoring as well. I think I said that before, and I was like, pure like fuming about it. But it turns out I was. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I definitely
1: I definitely do when I've got a cold. I think most people do when they've got a cold. Oh,
3: of course, because your right? sinuses are all blocked up. Um, like, you're feeling better now. You're feeling better now. And it was oh, a good no. weekend, so it's good. Um mm-hmm. I have my own I've got two experiences to tell our audience about this week that happened to me. <gasps> I've told you already. Okay but please act surprised so I stayed at my auntie's this week right and in fact this involves you so you know I stayed at my auntie oh, yeah. went down I was downstairs of the night and then we ended up going to bed about midnight and stuff like that and um obviously because you're still up at that time we were just like quickly catching up so do you remember when I sent you that um voicemail thing and I was literally said I said I'm really sorry. I'm having to speak really quietly because my auntie's away to sleep. And remember I told you, um, I heard a, as I said that, someone in the room or someone, that sounded like someone in the room went, shh. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same room. And I'm not saying it's the same thing, but that was the same room years ago once, well, my uncle had passed away. And basically, yeah, well, he didn't pass away in that room, but he he did pass away around about the house and stuff. And, um, Remember, I told you that we heard like because <laughs> me and my brother were on the on the landing and we were talking about my uncle and um like upset and stuff like that. And then remember we heard that bang in the room, like literally we yeah, heard yes. someone slam yeah. the door. That's the same room, so I was kind of yeah. thinking. I'm not saying it was my uncle because I wouldn't like you know you don't, you don't I don't know how you feel about that, but it was just weird that someone and it would be like something my uncle would do because he was so courteous to me and like yeah he was probably he'd be, he'd be like you know come on she's sleeping or whatever. <laughs> It was really strange and I was like You wouldn't be really... like shut Lauren <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shut your face. Um that was weird. And then earlier on SAT so on Saturday I meant to tell you as well. Maybe I didn't tell you this, maybe I did. Um so I was supposed to have a viewing from someone who just didn't fucking turn up, which I'm actually fuming about. Two days she didn't turn Rude. up. Rude.
0: Rude.
3: Um I was cleaning I was cleaning the living room, right? Finished hoovering, doing dusting, all that Looked pristine. I lit all these candles, I put the like um, candle in the fireplace it looked really really cozy and I went out of the room and Marmalade was in the living room with me and she was standing in the doorway as I was like walking down the hallway and I looked back at Marmalade and I swear to god and there's no way this could have happened by a shadow or whatever you know when you see like a black shadow like go past the door and these like videos oh, you and I, I swear and I literally looked at it and I went, that was weird. And then just continued with my day. But it was like someone had just like walked by the doorway, but I couldn't see them. Like they'd gone by before me seen it and their shadow was casting. There's no way it came from the window. So, and the weird thing is the house was a bit vibey that day. Remember I told you sometimes when we have people downstairs, there's a, the house yeah. has a certain aura. i um, just about to ask. Yeah, it was really, and I, I, nothing happened that night, but that was weird. That was like something. Bizarre. Was it a bad fight? No, no. It just felt like no, somebody was okay. in the house. I mean, it it felt like it felt like there was someone kind of like, oh, I'm gonna have a pure poke about your drawers and that. while I'm still here. <laughs> it's that kind is that your life. granny
1: watching your dildos
3: still Lauren and me go find out? <laughs> Honestly, sometimes when there is someone downstairs, there is a vibe about the house. Like they've just come and have a nose. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, what's this class doing? What's she up to? And like then browsing. Yeah, uh, just like watching me. And then they just piss off because it doesn't stay. Like some somebody could be here now, and I'm like, I don't think there is though. But like, um, there is that vibe that are like, oh, I think I'm just gonna have a look in this room. <laughs> oh, like that wallpaper, yeah. that kind of shit, you know. But that was
1: yeah, weird. absolutely We're checking out the decor,
3: <laughs> which they should because this that house is stunning. Super weird. Mm. But any road, very load, weird. That's the chat. Um, I heard not to talk housewives, but I heard something on twitter last night that jencha okay. that and i don't know how i feel about this because I, I think she has done lots of bad stuff but i do really love her presence on salt lake city so as long as she pays a ginormous fine to all the people that she's ripped off um i've heard she's only gonna get a really short sentence in prison. jencha really just, like how short is short like months wow She's supposed to be going away for. I thought it was going to be like the rest of her life. That's what they've all been saying. Obviously, as Heather, it was says, going it to be like,
1: yeah.
3: But um, I think I don't know if she's paying like a huge restitution or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. So I think okay. so, and I think she'll probably get like what do you call it, like parole, where they just like put a tag on you for okay, like several yeah. years, yeah, yeah, like
1: home arrest type of thing, home
3: arrest and stuff. But I don't know. I I know people should like pay for their crimes like that, but I'm also like quite happy she might still be on the show. <laughs> so wrong like
1: yeah i'm like i she should she should have a longer prison sentence however she has the entertainment value that oh
3: Sol-
1: it's like, City does does need
3: <laughs> yeah like i love so i like everyone in so like say i've not been so impressed with the new series but I really find Jin really amusing and really entertaining, even when she freaks out and shouts at people like a crazy person. And I think she's yeah. like, she, like, as perfect housewives go, she's got the right balance. Do you know what I mean? Like she's deluded. She's, she's
1: grown on me this season as well. Like you're seeing that kind of human side to her a bit more rather than just the psycho bitch side. But what the hell, right? We'll cut it short after this. Sorry, guys who don't like Bravo, but what what the hell in next week's episode this week's episode sorry where heather looks like she's been punched in the eye
3: oh well i know they kind of they're try, i think that they're trying to suggest that she's been like punched by somebody, but i think she's probably i don't think she has
1: i think be. she's probably like opened the door and a broom fell in her eye like honestly
3: <laughs> yeah there's
1: i like... honestly think it's something like that because do you remember what else was it that totally built that up
3: she, our, did, our, oh you never our, watched our, jersey shore did you oh babes i love jersey shore i've watched like uh, oh oh you mean oh right oh sorry Uh you all right yeah no you mean it. jordy
1: oh geez no. jersey there was a big scene that they built up like for the whole season they got to like episode 10 or something and they built it up that these two guys had a massive fight and one ended up in the hospital because of it but actually the reason that he ended up in the hospital was because he got angry and by the wall Oh, and I'm like, you built this
3: up so much. It made us think that they've been hospitalised over this fucking fight and it was the wall that won. They built the cafe stuff up in Bev Hills as well, by the way. I was thinking yeah. that. Like, I yeah. thought this, people have said this season was really, really good, but I was like, I didn't think it was that good. I thought it was actually really, really shitty boring. Like, I couldn't give a toss. Mm-hmm. See, when they make up storylines, like, which Rena was definitely doing, I'm just like, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, have a genuine fist fight or don't. <laughs> like do you know what it's
1: I mean quite contri- it's been quite a contrived season I would say
3: I think it's been contrived the last few seasons like I think every storyline is just bullshit what was last year's something rubbish like it was like I, I can't even remember last year's storyline or one of the fundamental ones because it's always like petty stuff for episodes and episodes so petty <sighs> which just like whatever but anyway I'm looking forward to finding out whether Heather was actually punished this week or not which she won't be you know she won't it'll be her own no, shoe. she'll put the herself in the
1: face no, no. it'll be something this like that. that
3: it'll be like a horse or something
1: Anyway, sorry guys, moving on yeah, from gravel, but you, you you secretly love it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so this is our final episode of season one. So after this, we have a break for a few weeks. So we thought we'd go out with a bang, do our third sinister sessions, and we're going to be reading out stories from you guys, from people we know,
3: and it's going to be wild. I know we've got some. I've got some doozies. I'm going to be. I'm going to get back and stories. I'm going to give a bit of an intro before I start mine to what the background context is for this because the stories are quite long. They're from two of my friends, but they're like worth the mm-hmm. listen. I would say for sure.
1: Absolutely. I'm going to go on a limb and say I think this is going to be our scariest
3: episode. I think so. I think so. With all the stories we've got. Um, so yeah, who, who's going to start, Miguel? Um, Well, this is actually, I've noticed the first one's actually four minutes long. Is that Cool yeah of course well right okay guys I will give you a bit more context then so basically my friends a few about a few months ago in fact my friend other friends here we put uh, obviously we've reached out to lots of friends and family to ask for stories and it just so happens that my friend um, I can't remember if she wants me to use her name or not so I'll just say a class friend of mine who originally comes from up north she basically literally her friend has some kind of psychic abilities like everywhere they everywhere used to go like weird spooky things would happen that's like her best friend and my friend used to like live in a like a haunted house like literally a bona fide like she used to get stuff happen every single night really really scary it's probably (laughs) scary but the weird thing is her friend um he also like i think he like he lived with obviously his parents but when he moved into a flat later on he used to get some spooky experiences um the first one um so just a pre pre pre-warning they were quite drunk when they sent these to me so there's probably a lot of "Ah, but it's quite freaky and as they were telling the story to me at the end of the story something happened in the room like that's oh! how intense their oh. spiritual stuff is so i'm gonna kick off Fuck, so i'm glad
1: we're getting this out of the way first because i'm not going to bed right after that
3: yeah so this story is basically um oh i'll start it in a minute so basically lee i'm, I'm sure i can use her names lee basically used to get these like dreams and stuff like that um And I'll let him tell the story now.
0: So, yeah, I would, in my sleep, physically reach up and open my eyes to come out of bad dreams. I used to have them all the time. Like, like gremlins, aliens, zombies. You fucking know, I had a bad dream about it. So, I was in my bed in this flat and I heard something come up the stairs and I'm like, shit, it's a big bad wolf. I was like, I better open my eyes. But within, like, superhuman speed, my bedroom door gets kicked in, the big bad wolf, runs up to my bed grabs my wrists as i'm moving to open my eyes comes face to face with me i felt his breath smelt his breath everything and was like you're not waking up this time fucking creepiest fucking dream i've had we might be speaking about ghosts though not dreams but it's going to come on to that don't mm-hmm. worry lauren this is Bear just the start us. it's the start so i mean if you're still with us well fucking done <laughs> <laughs> so that eventually changed into the personification of the big bad wolf as i like got older changed into this like really creepy guy with like a thin mustache a purpley velvet ish suit but it wasn't all purpley velvet and he had these like i don't know what you call it and he, can metal you see your face, clacky
2: yeah? balls yeah
0: metal clacky balls like if you imagine like the, i think the the idea is like the chinese balls with yeah. chimes in them and you went to move them in your hands there's two of them like almost like you're trying to twist somebody's nuts round yeah but without the chimes making a noise it turned into him and that it, that changed into him when i was about maybe 11 or 12 which is when i moved to Bridgetown. and then i met alice when we were in primary not primary academy yeah. year four or five yeah and then she stood over at my house and yeah. she had this dream
2: so i stayed at lee's house um and lee was working really early one morning. I've
0: never told the Big Bad Wolf story nope, or the thing
2: with the guy. Nope, never. So he was working really early one morning, um, and he went he went to work. He was like, Right, that's me getting up. I'm gonna go to work, but just, you know, keep sleeping in, like stay at my house like as long as you want, you know, just nobody else is here. It's an empty house, just, you know, keep keep sleeping or whatever. So anyway, Lee went off to work, I fell asleep. And then I had this dream where the door was like half a door and i could see these cats walking about outside in the hall and then the
0: gap underneath the door is like a a one-ish foot gap so it it reduces it undoes the fact there's a door yeah but you can see into the lobby but just the bottom just
2: the bottom bit so just enough to see like a cat level yeah
0: like up to their head
2: yes basically A cat, but nothing more. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, the cats are wandering about outside Lee's door. But other than that, it was his bedroom. It was exactly the same. And then, all of a sudden, the door burst open, and this bald man, and in my dream, he was wearing, like, a white velvet suit. Mm -hmm. He had the the same metal balls and he was clacking them he ran right up to the bed and right up to me and I was like holy fucking shit I woke up immediately and I was too freaked out to ever go back to sleep yeah Oh my god, sorry, the painting just fell off
3: the wall. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a new one. <laughs> um, so yeah, he used to have these recurring dreams that would happen over and over again. And then Alice, unbeknownst to like this these dreams he was having, he, she had the exact same dream
1: oh my god that was so creepy like when she said the velvet suit and the balls like I know oh hell no but and um, then when that happened at the end that was like such an organic reaction that we heard there like they screamed
3: they absolutely shit themselves they said so I, I spoke to her again afterwards and she was literally like we were literally just chatting away laughing and then I don't know if there was like a picture above them like or like to the side of them and it literally just flew off the wall
1: Oh, it feels like a, you better not be talking about me.
3: There's like, the, I, well, there's other stories that they've sent me that which I'll play next and stuff like, or will play next time. But like, there seems to be something around them too. Like, because they said to me that um, years ago, they used, they, used to con, they used to continually like, they used to talk to the ghosts or they used to talk to these experiences they were having and they think they kind of like induced it more and it's just never left them basically. So there, there you go. That's my story.
1: That's terrifying, but thank you so much. That was such an amazing first story. So thank you for telling it to us.
3: I know. Thanks, guys.
1: Amazing. Um, Okay, I am going to read a story from one of our listeners called Chris, who is a paranormal investigator himself. So we are actually planning to have him on the podcast for season two. Um, So he took the time to write me a really long interesting amazing email with the Ouija board and um, thank you so much for sending that in so oh no it's really dark <laughs> I'm already freaked out but yeah this is gonna be our scariest episode by far
3: okay <clears throat> are we ready yes let's go Fuck. should I go and grab a crystal <laughs> oh you'll be fine you'll be fine honestly actually yeah go grab okay. a crystal okay brb guys two seconds <laughs> She's just so to grab a crystal. By the way, I can't believe you got so many crystals in New Zealand. Did you literally bring them with you? Yeah, I
1: took
3: them on the plane to go flying. That's wild and such a commitment.
1: I took them on the plane because I was—I'm so scared of flying that I was like, I'm taking no risks. I took rosary beads. I am not Catholic. I took
3: crystals, and I took a uh, diazepam, <laughs> as you should, babes. Um yeah so let's okay before,
1: before we start before i start reading i'm just gonna remember we last time we we're like we are protected we're surrounded by light we do not invite anything bad in okay. and that goes for our listeners too okay trigger warning as well this email contains swearing by this the spirit and mentions of a uh, demonic presences okay so this is from one of their investigations in a uh, druid's temple And this is in 2018. So he has sent me basically a write-up of the investigation and what actually happened to them. Um, So it's called Talking to Lucifer. We were still reeling from the LK graveyard investigation the previous week as we converged at the stone build in a remote location. It was a summer's evening, and as I approached the site, I heard the buzzing of what might be a beehive, but it was Lucy's drone. Sue, Jane, Lucy, and myself took the man main build which was at the top the the foot of a hill the top of the hill had a tall pile of stones on top of each other in a makeshift column looking downwards i can see a large circular area that had a central collection of stone in a hole which led to a smaller circle which had a stone slab table of sorts the northern end of the smaller area was a cave that went in maybe 15 feet and was barely five feet wide the stone table had burnt sticks and obvious satanic type markings, which could have been prankster use or something more genuine in nature. My friend Jane filled me in on some details and I looked up similar items on the internet on my phone. What did we know about these types of builds? Not much. They were commonly built to be figure eights, but that was only detail that seemed to be agreed upon. So he's basically given me information about druids. Do you know about druids, Lauren?
3: Um. Yeah. Um. As a pagan. Um. But yeah, I know all of them. I don't know the details though. But I know like they're ancient, like pagan, like folk. <laughs> is that right?
1: James, that's exactly what I'm about to read. That was just exactly. What so <laughs> he has sent me some information that was on history today. So it says little is known about the druids, the ancient Celtic order associated with magic, legend, and sometimes bloodthirsty bar- barbarism. Resided in Northern Europe around 2,000 years ago, archaeology has proved unenlightening. Not a single artefact has been turned up anywhere, which experts universally agree to be druidic. Yet, removed from the lost reality of who the Druids really were and taken, instead to refer to the various things Druidry has come to mean, plenty of, quote, druidic sites exist across the British countryside. The, ev- the evocative potential of pagan Britain was embraced in the 15th century when an awakening nationalism encouraged the Celtic nations and later England to seek heroic ancestors and Druids fit- fitted the bill. Uh, and so basically the one that they visited was a folly inspired by Stonehenge and it was known as Druid's Temple. Built in 1820 wow. and in the north of kind of Yorkshire area. Cool. And there's um, it's known like the history. It's not like Stonehenge in the way that nobody knows it was built. Uh, local workers were paid. Um, who were affected by the depression to build a hundred foot long temple, and somebody who lived there and became a hermit spoke to no one, and his beard and hair grew, uh, grew. So a little bit of information, and it is thought that devil worship has happened there. So thank you for the information, Chris.
3: It's weird. <clears throat> so this the- is sorry to interrupt but it's weird that like pagans would there'd be devil worship with paganism like it's a total no. But
1: unless the pagans built it but oh right okay. do you know what i mean
3: yeah like laterally right i see
1: yeah um so this is back to chris's story we had a walk about waiting for the light to fade and our business here to be under darkness it became apparent that there were external piles of stones which could possibly signify compass directions settling down in a secluded part of the woodland we set up the table and ouija board it was impossible due to the flies summer flies which bit and just annoyed we failure, we are scottish gals concentration was impossible we made our way slowly back to the stone area, thinking we had lost the flies to the dropping temperature, only to stand still and be invaded afresh. All hope was almost lost until we decided to see if the four of us could possibly position ourselves around the board in the back of my van, which is carpeted with an old rug. We did fit in in the same way that sardines fit in a tin. We had two K2s and one Gaussian eater crammed about the place too as we put our fingers on the glass. Our bodies groaned that this was potentially a bad idea. The glass moved within seconds. Jane, my friend, said, Nice to meet you. Would you like to tell us something about yourself? Who are you? Glass spells F U C K. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like that would be you if you were to go Lauren.
3: <laughs> Rob's.
1: We sigh with a disappointment, but we've had this before. It's just a matter of waiting for the spirit to see. We have no interest in being shocked. Jane says she may have seen a shadow behind Lucy, but our light source being a battery lit lantern, it's hard to say. Chris, unimpressed with the first word, says, what is your name? Y-E-S, it spells. Is that really what you want to be known as? Y-E-S. Jane says, okay, it's an unusual name, but we'll go for that. Chris says, I'm just going to leave you to say something without asking you a question. It spells G-O-A-T. So, go on, the board spells S-A-T-O-N. We're thinking Satan misspelled, but no, the glass corrects me. So you meant goat sat on, Y-E-S. Jane says, what's that supposed to mean? The board spells T-O-T-E-M. So, goat sat on totem the board moves to yes Chris says well that's a very ritualistic sounding thing to say isn't it And Jane says is this coming because it's what you believe or what others have done the board spells E-V-I-L Sue then notices that the finger the glass is moving with just two fingers on it Jane asks are you evil no response She repeats the question and still nothing. Okay, is this place evil? The board spells Y-E-S. Sue says, that's interesting because it looks like a very calm, nice place. The board immediately goes to no. So Chris says, now, is this people meddling or is this because it's naturally an evil place? Now you'll have to use how best to answer that question. The board spells (laughs) F-U-C-K. So Chris says, well, that hasn't answered my question. Jane says, have pe- people made this place a bad place? The board moves to yes. They then ask, how have they made it a bad place? The board spells M-A-R-K-E-D, marked. That's interesting. How have they marked it? No response. Chris says, it all links up with what we saw over there. I'm talking about those satanic scrollings over at the temple. The glass spells DW, which now in hindsight I believe was meant to tell us devil worship. Jane asks, sorry, what do you mean? The board says six, six, six. So have people been doing devil worship? Board moves to yes. Chris says, and what's your view on that? Are you okay with that? The board immediately goes to no. Chris says, Well, I want you to know that we are also not okay with that. We don't consider what we are doing right now to be devil worship. Board moves to no. Jane says, We are sorry if this is wrong to do, but we do it with good intentions to learn. The board moves to yes. Sue so, uh, asks, So did you know that? Yes. So do you know the whole set out of the stones look very peaceful? Was it built that way for a reason? The board moves to yes. Because it looks to represent a figure eight when we look down from the hill glass spells I-N-F-I-N-I-T-Y and the bo- pen, the penny drops eventually. But as the letters are chosen, the three of us with our fingers on have no time to make sense of the spelling, so we turn and look blankly at Jane, who is taking notes of all the letters. When she tells us it said infinity, it all started to make sense. The glass starts again. Live forever, it spells out with a pause, and then master. Lucy says the person who built this place thought they might live forever? Nothing. Sue asks, is that what they thought? Nothing. Jane asks, who is the master? And it spells S-I-R. Is there another name to go with, sir? No. So who was he? Six. Oh my god, there's just a really weird noise. Jane says, we've been told there was a man who lived in a cave in the circle can you hear that? So obviously I'm recording this when it's a thunderstorm outside. Great idea, Olivia. Um, okay, so we've been told there was a man who lived in a cave in the circle. The board spells out William. How long did he stay? One, oh, 105 days? So he's not sure. Jane, why did he do that? Board goes straight, don't know. What happened to him? We heard he just disappeared. Do you know? Board moves to no. So you're saying it's a bad place now. Has it always been a bad place? Board goes to no. We say, so it was built with good intentions. No response. Jane, is it the ground that's bad? No. Is it the stones that are bad? D-E-V-I-L. Is the devil the stones? Q. It all goes quiet for a bit. Jane keeps fishing for a response, but we feel nothing. We discuss the infinity answer. We simply didn't piece that together, and neither did the internet. Jane, the three of you had no idea what the spelling was that I was writing. The spirit seems to have gone, so we ponder whether that was because we all took our fingers off the glass, somehow breaking the connection. Next, we talk about goat sat on Totem. There's a large column of stones placed remarkably on top of each other north of the temple, but outside of it. We refocus and try contact again. I ask out afresh and straight away we get worship me Chris under what name do we worship you l-u-c-i-f-e-r so I watched Lucifer on last night which shows our feel level at communicating with this guy non-existent Lucy so you're saying that you are Lucifer yes Chris says we don't believe you. It's cool. But we have so many people come to the board saying similar. Lucifer, do you think what we're doing here is evil? No. You like what we're doing? Yes. W-O-R-S-H-I-P. The glass falls off the edge of the board. Jane, how would you want us to worship you? B-L-O-D. Human blood. Yes animal blood yes p u r e james jane seems to have to point to the e at the end chris says lucifer needs his glasses on chris says is there any way you can speak to us in latin d i a b l o now i know this meant devil but i thought it was just in spanish but as i reviewed it i found it to be ecclesiastical latin so good evidence Jane, do you want to interpret that? F-U-C-K. Chris. In English, please? No. Okay, spell me one more word in Latin, please. I-M-P, which is also Latin for fiend or devil. Jane, have you brought that up because someone has used that as a form of worship? Yes. In what way did they do that? G-O-A-T. What are you going to do with the goat? D-R-A-I-N. Chris, drain blood? Yes. Jane, and then what are you going to do with the blood? I ask to close the eyes to not leave the glass. It spells D-R-I-N-K. Jane, and what happens when the blood is drunk? M-I-N-E-P-U-R-E, and then to no comment. I feel the van's slight tilt could have played some part and it went to no comment. The tilt of where I'm parked puts low comment, no comment lower than another corner. So we are trying to improve here. I say, if it moved so easily uphill, I would be impressed, which is something to bear in mind for later. The board spells out smother, red, blood, hell. Chris, wow, when this glass goes, it just glows. Jane, I thought you were talking us through the ritual. The glass moves strongly, T-O-M-B, two people. And then they kind of say, we're a bit lost here. And it spells out S-A-T-A-N-6, six people in the T-O-M-B. Jane, what happens inside them? The letters happen fast and furious. And even though we have our fingers on the glass and are saying the letters for my recording so I can dictate it later, We can't grasp many words from memory. Jane, however, isn't on the glass, and so she has it in written notes as we speak them out, resulting in it kind of being like a conversation between Jane and quote-unquote Lucifer. And at one point, Jane calls him hun. (laughs) Jane, what happens inside them? Soul, mind, power, strength. Jane, for the person doing it, not for those around the outside edges. Yes. S-O-M-E. Three of us still have no clue what Jane's going on about. Jane, the person doing the thing, meaning Rachel, gets it. But some of those outside it get the power. Where are they stood? C-O-V-E-S. So you get the strength. The people outside get the power and so does the person in the cave. This is where Jane thinks Lucifer has misspelled cave and tries to carry on leading the info that way. But Lucifer is having none of it. In coves, it spells. Oh, I see. The places that I said could fit humans are in the rim of the build. Who stands in them? Worshippers spells mighty fast. Who are the worshippers? M-E-N. Why do they want this, Jeff? Live forever. Where do you stand? T-O-T-E-M. Is the totem the one at the top end of the site? No. The one in the middle? Yes. What do you wear? S-K-I-N. So animal skins? Yes. And human. Jane. Okay, so what about the cave and stone slab? Sacrifice children of God. Which God? A God by which name? L-O-R-D. Children of villagers? Yes. What ages? One to nine. Boys? Yes. Girls? Yes. How many do you have to sacrifice? A-L-L. How often does sacrifice happen per year? Four. Is that the four seasons? Yes. How long ago did it stop? W-A-R. The men went away to war? Yes. Did this type of thing happen throughout England? Yes. Did it happen earlier than that? Twelve hundreds. Can you give me your real name, please? It's just I respect the clarity of information given. Spells out Lucifer. Lucy to the team. Do you think this is really him? I confidently say if this is really him, he can make all our meters go off and everything. 30 seconds later, they did exactly that. Jane, I'm going to stop saying this this name because I'm worried it's John Energy. Is this the name which you have been given? Yes. So away from the ritual, did you have another name? Yes. Tell me it, please. No. This is when, in the middle of nowhere, in the back of a van with our phone off, both of her K2's flash with reading and our meters start shrieking with a reading. So that is flaming amazing. I think he's annoyed that you want his real name. Sue, that was really interesting, Chris. You only just said that and he did a lot. Jane asks, Can you make a bang on the fan? Luce, what happens if and then Lucy says, Luce, you called him honey earlier. So Jane asks, What did he use power for? It spells out control. Sue says, sounds about right. Jane says, control over who? The board spells out Y-O-U. Does it work? Yes. The K2 flashes again as a show of power. I place the K2 on the board and the glass comes over and shoves it off. Jane places the other K2 on the board. Can you chuck that one off? The glass pushes it off. So, well, I'm impressed with that. Lucy, I actually doubt we'd get much. Chris, I thought we'd all be turning around and going home. Jane asks, what religion are you following spells out satanism are you a bad person no yes but satanism is basically anti-god isn't it not necessarily evil per se yes do you class yourself as a higher being to others yes where are you or are you a person yes do you live on this planet yes built this spells out another flash in the k2 and the glass does slide effortlessly uphill to the corner i mentioned earlier How? P O W E R. What year did you build it? 1805. Chris, surely it was here before that. Jane, it's 100 to 200 years old. It's not an old structure. The board spells out secret. Where did you learn to build this? B O O K S. Do you remember titles? No. Were you ever married? No. Children? Yes. How many children did you have? Nine. D-E-A-D. Yes, sacrifice. K2 flashes again. Jane, if you weren't married, who was the mother of mothers? And basically he's given me all, it was spelled as one big word, but when you separate it out, it has Vera, Susie, Doc, Gail, Mary, Lily and Sabal. My next search brought up Sabal, which can be a boy or girl name, which means with stre- with strength and has an expression of eight in Indian astronomy and numerology Jane wonders because of the last name whether he had slaves yes D-I-R-T then goes on to spell a racist word beginning with W I actually don't know what that word is um, Jane how many slaves did you own 42 was it the slaves who built this with you yes did you force yourself on any of these women O-W-N-E-D Lucy, so you were quite rich at the time. Yes. And you felt it was your right. Yes. Did you have a trade? F-A-R-M. What was on your farm? Pig. Cow. You know your name's that name? Did people call you that because of what you did? Yes. The sun is now set and the place feels different. Jane. But you feel you weren't an evil person. No. Did you purposely come to this location knowing... Because you knew what was going on, on the land before? No. Did you just think that this was a nice plot of land, I'll build a stone circle thing? Q-U-I-E-T. The land was quiet so you could do this in secret? Yes. Have you spoken to others who have came here before? Yes. Using a board like this one? Yes. Would you recommend doing sacrifices again? Yes. Have you been punished for it? Yes. How? F L a-m-e-s is that why you were still alive yes the board moves the glass moves to goodbye and then slides off the board entirely a staggering level of conversation at a pace way beyond a chance for our conscious or subconscious mind to think of answers that's from chris
3: wow what an experiment that's crazy
1: that's scary Thank you so much for taking time to write that email. I know, it was really, really,
3: really well written as well, I have to say. Um, You have thoroughly freaked me out.
1: out. I have have put lights on now.
3: By the way, there's literally like, in no fucking way will I ever do a Ouija board, ever. I've done it in the past, never again. Forget that shit, like seriously. I never have and I never will. Very brave of him to have done that, but no thank you. But thank you for that story, wow, so
1: detailed
3: cool well mine's is slightly shorter, (laughs) but it's the from the guys um I'm sorry but all my stories this week are pretty much from the same also by the way should we give a shout out to Chris's um investigation group again I know you did at the beginning but um yeah
1: so we're actually going to have him on the podcast but um it's under it's um white house investigations and he actually has a book coming out uh, wow. so it's available on kindle now and it's available on paperback actually it will be available now because he sent me that just for the weekend so he has a book called into the darkness becoming a ghost hunter and it's available on amazon so yeah anybody who wants to check that out well worth a read and investigations are well worth a watch on youtube actually as well so looking forward to having him on the podcast
3: amazing thanks again Chris fabulous story okay I'm gonna go back to my drunk friends and now we've moved on to um so basically Alice this is all about her house that she used to live in she used to live here like this was her home which is crazy to think of so I'll just start the message
2: the first thing to happen in my house was I had a dream catcher above my um like bed. I thought it was the other end Well it was on the other end of yeah. the bed. It was like opposite the bed. Yes,
0: yeah, so you imagine like long ways. Yeah. Like, middle back. Back. And then it's extended out left and right yeah and then in front of her bed was tv and there's a dream catcher by the tv
2: because it was over my bed and then i moved my bed because i used to move it all the time because you know hashtag teenager um so it was not over the bed it was over the like tv area and um it was a new build house so it was not a drafty house at all and then it got to the point where Lee and I would be talking about spooky things and it would start spinning, like mm-hmm. crazily spinning. And we were like, oh, okay, that's weird. Like it got
0: to the point where like if you're listening, spin, it would spin. And like, okay, stop and it would stop. Yeah. And, like that it's beyond coincidence.
2: And we were like, there's no wind in here. Like there's no air coming through that is making it spin. And I don't mean like slightly spin i mean like it wasn't
0: slight there wasn't massive but it was more than what chance or wind or a draft balance or whatever you would expect would happen
2: it was proper spinning and then there was one time we were just chatting and we said something like okay if this is real like blow the curtain into the room and like well no that was after yeah that was after it
0: no, that was after, because there was more than that. Because remember, we were in bed,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we've been chatting about stuff, and we heard scratching oh, yeah. on the wall behind us in the hallway. Which is This the was hall. a creepy, this is a whole build-up to me. I yeah. remember this like I was fucking freaked out.
2: Oh, no, I remember, I know what you're going to say. So we heard, like,
0: scratching on the wall behind us. So the hall behind us is like, the lobby to the main house, because Alice's bedroom was on the ground floor. And we heard scratching, so we went out. And a knocking. A knocking, yeah. It was like a, I remember, like a tap, like yeah. a, a, a soft knock. Between yeah. a soft knock and a tap. Yeah. Give me sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we went out and there was just like a smell of like old person. Not dirty old person, but like an old person smell a hint of lavender, kind of. Yeah. Like a perfumed old, person, like an old lady. Really.
2: But then at the same time, we also heard the slippers, the
0: scuffing. Yeah, it was like a scuffing noise of like an old. It scuffed
2: person. down the stairs.
0: Yeah, it got louder.
2: It got louder, so it scuffed down the stairs, along the hall, towards where like the my bed was against, and we were like
0: freaking out the hallway.
2: And um, then it started tapping and knocking on the wall.
0: Yeah, and like a weird scratchy noise and a scratchy, yeah. So we opened the door, and I was like, right, and I told Alice about the like the, the golden the basket, bo- basket yeah. thing you're meant to put yourself into. I did it on the door, and it kind of settled down yeah, for a did. bit. Yeah, oh, off. Oh. oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that the speakers just scream powered off at us. I mean, that's, it, that's not an entity. That just actually happens. <laughs> that was but just we the both speaker. flinched the fuck out. Um, so we'd heard the noise and the, the scuffing, so we closed the door. We tried to do this ritual thing. Did we ask the curtain to move? Mm-hmm. Did we? Yeah.
2: Okay. Maybe not that night, because no. I remember the other things that happened that night. Yeah. Um. So the worst, the worst thing that happened was <laughs> that. So the old lady. Old lady, definitely. Old lady was fine. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, some sort of entity that was in the house.
0: There was something that wasn't nice. No. the old lady was fine.
2: Old lady was fine. And
0: there's a creepy kid that used to sit on the stairs. As oh, well. was she, also he wasn't shadows. creepy. He, I was fucking creepy. He wasn't
2: creepy. He, he used to sit halfway up the stairs. He was maybe, like, five or six, and he was there... Permanently, and like
0: always on the stairs. Always
2: about halfway up the stairs. As soon as turned the light, fucking gone. Every time you came out of the bathroom, he would just watch you. Yeah, just sat. Yeah, he just sat. He was wearing like a little white t-shirt, and he just sat on the stair and like watched you come out of the bathroom. To
0: me, it was like a silhouette of a dark shadow. Like you could see a form was there, but it was never really anything. But you, as soon as you looked, you were like it was gone. But it was yeah, always. Oh, you couldn't see it if you
2: looked at him, but. In the periphery, there was a little boy on we the We seemed stair. insane. Yeah, but I mean, Lauren's got a spooky podcast. She's grand. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, but that little boy was there until we left that house. Yeah,
3: that's crazy. There's another story as well, tight at the end. But she basically, her whole house was like haunted continuously. But imagine a little spooky boy sat on the stair. Um. The fact that she's like, no, you just
1: chill there. It's not spooky. Listen, Alice, you are a stronger woman than I am.
3: Absolutely, honestly,
1: I would have. I honestly like. I can talk the talk, but I honestly would have just jumped out the window.
3: If my I've got a gym catcher at the end of the bed, um, see if that started spinning right now, I would shit myself. Actually, you'd be in a flight over here. I would. I absolutely would. <laughs>
1: literally oh my gosh that's so fascinating like I need to meet these peeps. Like, I would love well, to I meet was them and have all their stories.
3: Because, because lee has got so many experiences, I actually re- said to them at the time, I was like, we should just get like you on the show and we can talk freely about all these things that happened. Because I don't know if you noticed, they're not the most comp- compass when they're telling those stories. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's still pretty freaky stuff, I've got to say. So, yeah, we should get, so get them on as well. Yeah, dedicated episode. For
1: sure. Oh my God they're braver than me that's for sure
3: hundred percent All right, on to you
1: onto me okay so my next of stories is from my friend Nicole over here so she is also living in Kiwiland but it's also from Scotland so she is my Scottish pal here um so she gave me a few stories so. The first she gave me was she kind of grew up in the Borders area and had a super old house there. And she remembers, I think she said it was her parents were having a party one night and had kind of all the other friends around were having a drink in the living room. Um, And they heard a baby crying so immediately they're like oh we'll go and check on the kids they go and check on all the kids and every single person is like sound asleep apparently there's been talk of like having babies in that area or being heard so they were all apparently like super freaked out because they were like we heard a baby crying (laughs) like not that long ago so they were creeped out by that and um this is not so much maybe it is paranormal but she said when she was growing up in that house. After that, she was in her bed. She must have been a teenager, and she heard a noise at the window, and the like curtains were drawn, so she couldn't see what it was. And it was like something like banging against the window. So she is like shitting herself. She goes and open it, and she's like it was this like massive like crow or raven that was like banging against the window. After that, like so it's like she was obviously creeped out anyway. After the the baby story. Um, so she's like I always remember that but the next kind of creepy story she told me which is actually really fascinating was her dad told her this so her dad was eight at this time and I think she said he'd I don't know why I want to say he was at karate but he was at some kind of training like that when he was eight his dad picked him up to take him home and like they lived in the borders so they're driving down this kind of old dark road in the borders and his dad, so Nicole's dad's dad, like her granddad, is actually super weird, and kind of becomes almost unresponsive when he's driving, and then like without explanation, he just like pulls up at the side of the road, walks into this graveyard, and just stares at this like tomb, this grave, and like is totally like in a trance, like and that, her dad? dad,
3: oh my god, her
1: granddad, yeah, so her dad was eight at this time. And it's like just chilling in the car, and then he's like, "Okay, I'll go and find dad." And he's like, "Come back in the car." Like, "What are you doing? Why are you Why are you standing in the? It was like pissing down in the rain. Why are you standing in the rain?" And he was like really creeped out, and his dad was just staring at this grave. And um, eventually, they get back in the car, drive home, and his his dad has no memory or recollection of that. Still denies it happening to this day. But Nicole is like when my dad tells that story, like he remembers it, like it's traumatized him, and he remembers his dad being in this trance, just like staring at this grave.
3: Oh my god did, did they did they say what grave it was? Was there like a connection or?
1: I don't remember if Nicole told me because I think I might have been inebriated at the time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, so, that's so, so freaky, well. so freaky. I know so.
1: Thank you for stories, Nicole. But um she yeah, has been listening you. to our podcast and her drives and stuff, so she is uh she's, she's showing support.
3: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Also, I also love in the borders, so shout out to the borders, love it. All right, uh, right. This is my this is my final story from my boozy boozy pals. Um this is by the way, just to give you a bit of a th- so they sent me 40 minutes worth of ghost stories so this is just some of them that I've managed to select without them you know being like ah <laughs> so they have, I feel like I feel like they should have a podcast called is this place on age they should be- and every episode
1: should just be yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean I have to say of all the like I, of all the things we've discussed I can guarantee as you've just said they are haunted truly like so Alice was like I was like oh bring like you know Lee down let's have a bit of a we'll have a drinks at my house and stuff like that and she was like she was like no Lauren she's like literally I think it was Lee's presence in my house that stirred up the spirits so she's like if you want to avoid that shit don't have him down I was like oh my god no yeah I mean I, I guess people with that type of connection I suppose can kind of bring out things I was like hmm
1: shivers.
3: I know shit. I can't wait to
1: meet you guys virtually. <laughs>
3: i know i know it's so come me. well, when, when, <laughs> well you, when you come back we could literally we could get alice over here we could have lee on the virtual honestly i'll suggest this to them they probably don't yeah, even for to- sure they won't even know this is coming out i don't think they listen to every episode so but anyway um so this is the final story from alice around the house and what happened to her mum and dad's friend when he came to stay
2: Anyway, I'm going to jump forward and then jump back again, but jump forward about 10 years. I'd left the house. I'd been, uh, I was at uni, etc., cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah. 10 full years without later. Yeah.
2: 10 full years later. Without us
0: in the room. Nope. Without us being there speaking nope. about shit. Or... Not really
2: in the house even, like, no. you know, back for visits and stuff, but not really yeah. together. No. And my parents had their friends come to stay. A lodger. A, well, no, this wasn't the lodger. This was just a friend oh so it was yeah it was just a friend he came to stay like he was in aberdeen for like a conference or something and he stayed in my room and he said that in the middle of the night the door burst open and something ran into the room and ran up to him in bed
0: same way like the big bad wolf yeah with the metal balls like exactly trash. same
2: same as like the earlier dreams that we'd had so it's
0: almost like the trend like my big bad wolf became the guy with the metal became balls, the creepy clown guy
2: and um basically the, the poor guy and i mean this guy's in like his 60s like he is not like a young guy yeah he had his he just we'd, we'd never met him
0: or spoke to him or nope. told him. Anything about Nothing. What anything nothing we hadn't even at this point told alice's parents no. about it for it to even come third hand full
2: circle so anyway he said that he he was in the bedroom and he just shut his eyes and put the covers over his head until it 60 went to year end. old he was old he like i'm well not old but like you know not young he said he just shut his eyes and waited for it to go away and when lee and i heard that story we were like it's a fucking creepy clown
0: yeah we knew exactly Just a what fucking it was.
2: creepy clown, and um, my parents were like, he told he was so freaked out. He told my parents in the morning, he was yeah. like, "This is what happened to me in the middle of the night." And my parents were like, oh, "Okay." Um, like my mum is spooky, but refuses to believe it. Oh
0: yeah, yeah.
2: She had so growing up, my mum had a imaginary family. Oh,
0: Christ,
2: the family. Family. Um, with um, a cu- an old middle aged couple called Dodd and Fran. Dodd and Fran. And they had a daughter called Alison. And I mean, who in their right mind as a four year old has imaginary middle aged, <laughs> yeah. middle aged family called Dodd and Fran? <laughs> I'm
0: sure that's why your mum was so self imposed, straight laced because she had experience. She's spooky. Yeah.
2: My mum is spooky. <laughs> so that is this is- mum haunted <laughs> <laughs> this
3: is, is your mum haunted that could be like our spin-off or whatever um <laughs> how we, well first of first off it obviously it seems clear that lee's original like dreams have kind of carried on to alice and then it feels like the entity has carried into her own house because what's this what are the weird coincidences of the same that by the way if that happened right now i'd shit myself obviously but like if the door flew flew open and stuff like that i mean that's so weird and also i did say this to her at the time i was like your mom had an imaginary family what the fuck (laughs) that's the weirdest thing ever
1: i'm actually like speechless but also do you remember saying is this mom haunted yes Imagine we had a show that was, like, instead of, like, changing rooms, it was, like, Haunting Mums. <laughs> totally. You get Carol Smiley on it.
3: <laughs> Hi, guys. We're at this other woman's I'm Carol Smiley, and today we are Haunting Mums. <laughs> we are Haunting Mums with, like, Lauren bone in the background. Oh, it's so scary. <laughs> so scary. Mom um but yeah so that's the end that's the end of my stories I I think there's loads more to get from those guys but I'll tell you what yeah
2: for sure
3: thanks have you got another one to end off
1: I've, I've actually got two to end on but two short ones oh,
3: fabulous so these are another
1: two from a couple of my friends here so the first is from my friend Freya who sent me this this one's quite creepy it's lovely awesome. name. She messaged me saying, hey, I actually have a ghost story kind of. So basically once uh, I was watching stuff on my laptop and I went to the bathroom and left my laptop in my room and I came back and there was loads of tabs open about this guy and there was a YouTube video playing. It was 30 minutes in and I was only in the bathroom for like a couple of minutes and it was again about the same guy. And I looked up the guy, who, who the guy was, and it was somebody who had killed loads of people in a cinema years ago in the 70s in America. I'd never heard of him before and had never Googled him and I was home completely alone. And also when I clicked back on to the video, it didn't take me to the homepage. Like if she when she clicked back tab, apparently it came up that I'd watched loads of other videos on him. So I replied to her and I said, What's his name? And she was like, I can't remember. Trauma must have like as an aside, trauma must have blocked out of your mind for you. Um, and then she said to me, I think it might have been a guy called James Holmes, and he killed 12 people, which really sticks out to me. So yeah, that's her story, basically.
3: That's weird. Very weird.
1: That would creep me out if I was home alone. Absolutely. And then my last story is from my friend Georgia here. And um, shout out because her and I and another girl are going to a place called Spookers here, which is the old King's Seat Hospital from Haunted New Zealand episode. So, yeah. So she messaged me and said, so I've never really believed in ghosts, mainly just because I hadn't experienced anything that I would call paranormal. I'd even gone on that haunted walk they do through the cemeteries in Edinburgh, hoping something spooky might happen. When I was in Australia, I lived with some friends in Melbourne for a few months in this beach house. My friend has always been very spiritual and said that she's always felt like she's been followed by certain spirits. She told me about this ghost living at the beach house, but in this case, she was a friendly ghost. Presence didn't feel really scary or anything. I'm not joking about this part. They named the ghost Linda, which was a bit of a running joke. It didn't really take long for me being there before there were instances when... Things just didn't quite feel right or like there was something there that you couldn't see. I would swear I'd see a glimpse of a shadow in the windows or going through the hallway at night. The bedroom doors would often shut by themselves when there was no draft in the house. And I would sometimes wake up in the middle of the night feeling like something was there in the room. We would shout Linda at it and sort of half-jokingly talk to it. Like I said, it didn't feel like a scary presence, thank God we'd quite regularly watch horror films at night bundled together in the living room. So if Linda would make herself known at these times, it wasn't exactly welcome. Anyway, I've never felt anything like that happen again. So it makes me believe it makes me believe it all the much more as we all experienced it.
3: Oh sorry I had to unmute myself there. Oh scary. Thank you to all your friends for sending so many um, bloody stories to us this week. By the way,
1: I know, and thank you so much to your friends. They've got some terrifying stories, and I am suitably scared. I do think this is going to be one of our scariest episodes.
3: Well, I was, I well, it's morning in Scotland, so I'm I'm a wee bit more kind of like okay, ready for the day. But I can see that you are a little bit more freaked out. But then again, you did read that story, and you did say the bad name continuously.
1: And Until eventually I was like I'm going to start reading this However, I'm a protected queen
3: You are protected The size of those crystals by the way, Jesus (laughs) Ginormous
1: No, I'm going to watch some Family Guy Or maybe some Finding Nemo Because do you know what, Finding Nemo is always the answer
3: It's such a good film But yeah, um, oh my god So many freaky stories Um, But listen, thank you for this uh, Thank you for this series by the way I really enjoyed doing it all
1: hmm really enjoyed it i hope you guys liked it yeah it's been one of the longer episodes as well but a lot of good content so y'all are welcome and it'll keep you guys going for the next few weeks we'll be back but mid-december i think we we're maybe thinking weren't we Lauren? yeah and just in time for this
3: and we've also potentially got another collab with what um which call andy from the mm-hmm. Island Radio, so we've got that coming up as well, and we've got lots of really good content planned. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. tuning in, guys, and do next we season have- we have
1: Patreon.
3: Oh yeah, we are. We feel that we are getting a suitable Merch. amount of listeners now. So yeah, but thank you for everyone that listened to our first series. Honestly, it's deeply appreciated, and thank you for the messages that we've received as well. Um, it's been really
1: appreciated.
3: It. It's been inspiring.
1: Mm, we really loved it hope you guys have loved it too thank you to all our loyal listeners we see you we do we love you and And next is this yes it is Uh,
3: yes it is and the next time we record we will be together on the same country in the same country well how exciting we might even do it in person which will be nice i'm
1: gonna be driving to yours with like the crystal in my hair like right
3: (laughs) Totally. giant crystals hi hi um, <laughs> i'll be like
1: that meme of do you remember the memes of spencer from the hills when he was like <laughs> like breathing boy, yeah. in and with the crystals on his nose that'll be me
3: yeah we need it though for the minute of subject matter that we cover but thank you everyone thanks for tuning in and yeah we will catch you on the flip side
1: we will, we'll catch you in december for season two
3: Thanks, right. thanks everyone. Have a lovely day. Bye. Bye.